Well, that's anything. I am. Yeah. I'm not a chode. Guys. That's guys, crazy. stop. Does everybody sound good? I sound fantastic. Everybody sound too loud? You could turn Brendan up quite a bit. Yeah, here's your mic on. <laughs> All right. Nice. I've done that. I like these mics, so I'm on four. And then... Brody? No, it's just the three of us. This is tight, and this is your place, and you have the podcast in here. <laughs> this is so relaxing. And the security camera right here. I yeah, like the setup yeah. you've got. Thank you. It is fun to watch like what's going on. And it's nice for me, too, when I come and hang out. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go take care of something. Yeah, I thought about just doing a like a – I did it kind of with when Tyler Meyerhoff was in here just hanging out. Just having us be in here and watching the open mic and then just talking shit. <laughs> you can hear in here too. Yeah. Oh, you can hear it. That's yeah. Sucks. So if we just do it. Yeah, little... you can. I wish there was a speaker so that you could, you know, especially for like for you as a headliner oh, yeah. to like sit back here and be like, okay, he's on this bit. It's um, you know, it's almost totally. time for me to go out, and then you don't have to worry about it. But... Yep. Or but you, you can... can hear okay in here. Yeah, oh, yeah. you can hear fine in here. You're by yourself too. Yeah. You, you guys have the bathroom one. I yeah. always love that. Yeah. You go in the bathroom. I heard bits. I was like, cool. And I love. So I need to make a point to tell hosts to point it out because a lot of a lot of people a lot of times people will be like, oh, I didn't go pee because you know I didn't want to miss anything, and you're uh, like, you're not going to miss anything in the bathroom here. You're going to hear the huge. whole fucking show. That is the thing. It's the business. Yeah, you're a business owner because all that stuff matters. You care about the audience so much. Well, as far as a performer, we're like. Fuck this. We just want to perform. But all the details yeah. that you know are so important. We and that was that. not put in. So we were a brewery here before. And so yeah. my husband just, when we were building it out, he kind of, he was like, oh, let's put speakers in the bathroom. And I said, okay, cool. And I never even thought about it from a, I was just like, oh, music in the bathroom. That's great. And I yeah, never thought yeah. about all of the live performances. And now we have a comedy club and it works out perfectly. So that's good. That'll make people feel way more comfortable. If you have a couple of people during the show, they'll go to the bathroom and feel better. Yeah. Instead of just like, oh, and I like yeah, to, especially yeah. during trivia, we like to, yeah. you know, if we're like waiting for somebody to come back, we'll be like, okay, Sam, let, like, let's wrap it up. <laughs> In shake the bathroom, it off. They're like, Britney Spears 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. How did you miss that? I was yelling at you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's a good place. And um, so it was a brewer before, and you owned it before too? Yeah. Wow. Two yeah. brew. This isn't it. Is it, what location is this Cedar Rapids? Are we downtown or what? We are in Kingston Village, technically. What so downtown, is, we're going to go downtown here a little bit. But yeah, so we're oh, okay. on the west nice. side of the river from downtown. Okay, west side of the river. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool little venue, man. It's it's like, this reminds me of a place in Austin, Texas. Uh, it's called like the Balloon Room and they do comedy there. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. If you don't. But it sounds fun. Yeah, man. It's And I might be butchering the name, but I'm pretty sure it's Balloon Room. For anyone who Austin is obviously seen watching this, if it's wrong, they'll probably think this is hilarious. But it is a box room where it's very, it's like intimate. When you get into it, you feel very cozy and comfortable. That's when I walked in here. That's what I felt very comfortable. Yeah, where it's like, give me a drink. This is cool. You know, little box place. Like, I don't feel lost or like, you know. I don't feel claustrophobic either. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. That big group that was sitting off to the like stage left, if you're on stage, oh, yeah. um, two of them had been to, like they went to the Funny Bone in Omaha a few a couple months yeah. ago, but that was the yeah. only comedy show they've ever been to and everybody else had never been to a comedy show. Wow. So this was new to them and they're like, this was way more like comfortable and relaxed than yeah. the, the Funny Bone was like a- That's great. Know, corporate. And corporate a, and, and you mean, know, serious. Yeah. And not that I don't Turn take it, it seriously, but yeah, it's yeah. more intimate and more, yeah. I just want it to be more relaxed. Totally. Because you're two drinks. Funny Bones are the McDonald's of comedy. Yeah. It's just another franchise, another spot, and they'll churn it out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, hell yeah. That's Which I eat McDonald's I wanna, every I day. hire me funny <laughs> sometime. I want to I yeah. come. Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> yeah, you can. I quit eating McDonald's, but that's a McDonald's I will fuck with the funny bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, funny bone or McDonald's could sponsor this podcast. Just oh, saying. True. Just throwing it out there. I think we're, I'm, gonna, we're I'm thinking about blackmailing McDonald's. Yeah, you're a sponsor of this podcast because I stopped eating McDonald's and I was able to get my wife pregnant. And I blame it on that. Wow. I mean, otherwise, that was like really the, that was the only stopped, significant change. Well, it was months after, after wow. just not eating McDonald's. Cause I used to smash McDonald's all the time, and I just stopped. It what got, was your McDonald's order? Uh, Very. It was a whole menu. It was, okay. it, it was, I'll have one through <laughs> eleven. Because yeah, yeah. I always get the same thing, but you fuck around with everything. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get the same thing I, too. I'm. Are you? So I'm a McDonald's goer. So I'm a stage behind you. I oh. smash. McDonald's. I had yeah. McDonald's today. 
Yeah, what'd you have? Uh, my thing is, I had the breakfast, so I did the same thing breakfast. Mm-hmm. Sausage burritos with the hot sauce, See? with a hash brown. And then, you know what? If I'm tired, I'll get the coffee. And guess what? Chocolate chip cookies, always. No wow. matter what. They have meal. chocolate chip cookies at McDonald's. Listen, listen I'm telling you this right now, and this is. This is a me thing, and other people who get chocolate chip cookies are obsessed with it. But their chocolate chip cookies are so good. Oh my god! They do make... they put them in the ice cream when the ice? You know, if the ice cream <laughs> machine do. is working, do they oh put them in god. there? Oh my god! Because they should make like a cookie blizzard or a. Oh my god! What what the fuck should they call them? That would change yeah, the game. Yeah. That would uh, change smashy the game. Smashy poo. That's Man. not what they're called. <laughs> Dude, I'm always smashy poo. Hire me, McDonald's. Of people who aren't fat, <laughs> who, who are fatter than me. Like in spirit, you're so much fatter than I am, but you're. <laughs> A normal like sized person. It's like, fire jealous. I wish I could just smash a McDonald's like that. Like, it's so funny you mentioned that. That's a funny bit. I'm probably going to start writing that tonight. Yeah. I'm in spirit of fact. I like that. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to tell you this, man. I, I have it way more than what I look. I have it, no joke. I have it like four to five times a week. What? I like literally yeah. before I go to Mike, after I go to Mike, and I've cut down significantly because it was a problem. <laughs> Like I actually did my budgeting for this two months. This is your months. not problematic McDonald's yes, usage. Exactly. Was I, it was it like a ritual thing? So you feel was that any part of it? Like yeah, you feel like, like Jameson better here for like thirty minutes. Like yes, Jameson Cox, and I'm happy to, and he will not be mad that I'm shouting this out. I think everybody knows it. Jameson will come here and he will spend like 30 to 45 minutes. Man, he looks like the type of person to do that. Yeah. Just come in and <laughs> totally. take a big old shit. So that you're at McDonald's funny. that often. But it's so bad. Yeah. How, how much were you going before you cut back? Probably even more. So I was in um, I was in Tampa for a little bit for my nine to five. And I budgeted out my, you know, two months. So I was reading this financial book. You should budget it out. <laughs> so whatever I did it, I was like... <laughs> I was like, you should not be spending $40 a week on McDonald's. Awareness is the greatest agent of change. And I was like, I didn't know. And then I started thinking, I was like, oh, it's because I, I'm going on the road. I have to go to work. You know, something. And I go, yeah. quick. I got to quick grab this. Boom. Yes. Quick grab this. Boom. Ooh, cookies. Oh, quick grab ice cream. <laughs> boom. It's like, I was like, wow. I got to see it in action where I was like, okay, I need to cut this back. I, I aspire to be what you are in the field of like someone who works and goes travels for comedy. Yeah. But that's like my biggest fear is uh, is food. Totally. Because if it's convenient, it's cheaper than what other shit might be. And it's not really when you think about it now. Especially now everything's gone up. Everything. That was part of the reason why I quit McDonald's. First, they got rid of the fucking bake, breakfast bagel steak. What are you guys doing? Oh, they had that? That sounds amazing. You never had? I thought you were McDonald's, dude. I was, but I didn't and know that. I just got this. guy, too. The steak, egg, and cheese I don't bagel? do breakfast. I can, I can feign. You know, I can be like, it's fine that I don't know this, but you should know <laughs> I should know this. You didn't know the steak, egg, and cheese? That's probably why. I was the only oh. one eating it. They got rid of that <laughs> shit. I, I used to, it wasn't, it was terrible. They called it steak. It was more like yeah. just stuck together dog food, but it was fire, <laughs> dude. I used to smash that shit. Like, what's yeah. that frozen beef? That's, um, yeah. Like steakums. Was yeah, it like that's, that? that's what okay. it is. That's exactly what it was. Wow. Okay. Man. Yep. I had to quit, though. I mean, quit as as much you, as you I cut did. back. Reduce. Cut back. Yeah, reduce. 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 I, I, do, I do, I work out. That's the only reason why I think I'm. Uh, no, it's metabolism, too, bro. I work it out. Is. Yeah, you work hard too. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> also. I learned I when you were on stage that you're significantly younger than we are. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna. You guys aren't. Yeah. You guys are thirties, aren't you? I'm 30s? forty, and I'm not gonna say how old Haley is. <laughs> he knows better. <laughs> if I want to work here. <laughs> He's learned. If you listen to past <laughs> but episodes, she's younger you'll than know. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I am, learned the hard I am way. younger than him, but I am way older than you. Okay. So. <laughs> It's all relative. It's all relative. He's new. Say it. It's fine. I'm not going to murder you in front of the new guy. (laughs) You say it. You guys look young. You guys look younger than I am 38. There we go. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like. I said she was damn near 40 one time. She almost decapitated. (laughs) Like with a look. (laughs) Was it? Was that one on camera? I don't know if that was on camera. I don't know. I think that was. I think that was pre-camera. But I know. I I wasn't looking at her, but I felt it. I felt the look without even seeing her. Uh huh. It was like lasers out of my eyeballs. The audience is just like, "Oh, this is the good stuff." (laughs) All eight of them, they're like, "Don't you love that about podcasts?" Are you guys big podcast listeners? Like, do you? God, yeah. It's the reason why I started comedy. Right? Oh wow, that's great. I was on. You know, Kill Tony. I was on that shit. Oh, you're on Kill Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that's why I started. Great. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, um, but with podcasts, right? When you hear a good podcast and they're they're bleeping out stuff, 
and they're saying, I'm not going to name names. Oh. Doing, I always go, oh, what are yeah, they going to yeah, say? It's like, I know this guy. You try to guess. And, it. Then, yeah, and then, yeah. then you start Googling, like, I can reverse engineer this. I can find out who they're <laughs> yeah, talking about. Yeah. I will, like, yeah, I'm yeah. the best fucking FBI agent in the world. Yeah, yeah. I will solve yeah. this mystery. Some, com- some comments will try to hype that shit up and instigate shit. Like, Ari Shafir is famous for that. He'll try to get you to say that shit and have it out there on, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> on his dad's skeptic tape. But it's like, it's funny because they're trying i don't it could be a tactic right you're trying to be like hey i don't want to name who this person is i don't want to draw attention to it but everyone's like that's what they want to hear yeah yeah you know so that gets it in yeah the Mm -hmm. the gossip that's that's the whole point i think that's what made especially comedy podcasts is like you're a fly on the wall in a green room totally you're hanging out with comedians and they're just talking shit you want to hear the shit about other comedians who suck and even if it's not that they suck on their act but they suck in some other weird way or something i mean you do when someone gets canceled like everybody shits on Delia all the time with every chance they get. Totally. You're right. It, this is like, a, it's kind of like the truth for comedians, right? Yeah. A podcast now. Yeah. That's where I, I get a lot of information. That, yeah. From it was my a school. Podcast. It was it's my like, school, yeah. Yeah. And you said you, you did you listen to Kill Tony? Yeah, for And then you were on it? No, I was on it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They, you know when they went on tour and shit and they came to Omaha and Des Moines and that's when I got on it. Wow. Yeah. I do remember that because they were in Detroit and I was in oh, Detroit yeah, at everywhere. the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you sign up for it or anything? Nope. Okay. I, yeah, did, I mean, never did it. Who were, yeah, people who were more established didn't really. It was like more like an oh, open mic. Oh, dude. I mean, there were some I would do it. Yeah. I don't give a oh, okay. People get yeah. famous from yeah, it. People yeah. get Hans Kim, one of my friends. <laughs> you know that dude? Yes. He, we started in New York, open mics. We didn't start together in New York, but we knew each other yeah. in New York. Van, living out of his car. Yep, yeah, yeah. Super nice kid. Um socially awkward for yeah. sure but like he was fine you know <laughs> if he's if anybody's on a spectrum it's hot kid. oh totally yeah yeah and then um he seems like i don't he, know he we both moved to austin or i moved to austin then he came there you know he's living out of his van but like super nice guy yeah. worked really hard right goes on kill tony yeah right a guy exa- yeah you know all the the, guy, a guy who guy, just does open mics guy living out of his car guy who's funny guy who uh, works hard, mm-hmm. then gets an opportunity. They're like, come back next week. Then he's on every week. Then they like him. Fast forward now, you know, opening he's he's not opening for Rogan, obviously, too, but like he's doing his oh, own yeah, venues. Yes, his yeah. social media has grown, hundreds yeah. of thousands of people. And like, great. A year ago, none of that happened. But yeah. Kill Tony was the catalyst for that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah, put me on Kill Tony. Yeah, I just yeah. not in Austin anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. or else I would. When did you move from, from Austin? Or how did you New- get started? Oh, how did I get started? Yeah, so let's, let's follow the whole Oh yeah. Hold on. Welcome to Halloween's Green Room. We are here with our guest today. I'll do that. We'll we'll intro it fucking halfway through. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. doesn't totally. matter. He's yeah, doing yeah. an intro. That's a that's Brent, a plus. Brendan Gay is here. <laughs> I know sometimes I don't even mention anyone's name. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. That's a good bit of I the pod. It, I put it in the description. You can read about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what people want to do is like read about the podcast. Anyway, yeah, go on. Do, <laughs> do your people, intro. Do your intro. The people are a fly on the wall, and this is just a conversation. We're just hanging I out in the green that. room. Yeah. You know, I go to podcasts to read the bios. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> they should. I just want to. They should. They should start. Put more reading. information in there. Let's make it like three pages. Read long. you idiots. <laughs> uh, could you link to a PDF? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So when when did you start? Um, I thought you were going to do the intro. No, that was it. I said Brendan Gay. Oh. Oh, do you usually do Hi, a Brendan. song or something? No, Hi, I, I Hi Brendan. How are hey, you? I'm doing good. Just did a show, fun show here. Yeah, I usually time. start yeah. humming. I uh, do a little hum. I hum so a Negro spiritual. You... Also, hold on. The very hold on. This is. I wanted to say this before we get going on anything. Yeah. Um, what's up, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you start. I like I, that. I wanted to introduce myself because when I first when I first clicked on your YouTube, the yeah. very first clip I saw was from your latest episode that just came out of your podcast. Send it by the way. Oh, Check it out. It's funny. Yes, yes. So yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yes. You're with these two dudes who are funny dudes, but they yep. look so white. They look so like white. like just Hitler's youth white, and, yep. totally. and they got so uncomfortable because you just said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we believed it out. We believed out that. Yeah, you believed it out, but. I and it, it was funny because yeah. I couldn't tell what nationality you were when I first saw you for a oh, second. Right. It takes a second, yep. right? And then you said it, and I was like, did he just say it again? And then I went back, and I thought it was so funny that they just, one of them, like, didn't he leave? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said and he did. This was all joking for and him. Then, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a funny, you just see the clip. But clip, then he's yeah. like, he's like, that's my first time saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my friend. I think and I lost it. 
I lost it. Yeah, yeah. I lost it. Well, welcome. That's great. Yeah, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Was there yeah, a question? Man, thanks for having me. Uh, how did you, like, tell us about your comedy journey. <laughs> like, t- comedy journey. Where yeah, did yeah. you start, like, yes, let's I, go back to, like, Tiny Brendan. Tiny Brendan. And feel free jokes. to chime in because I don't want to bore you guys on this no, podcast. No, it's not boring. This is what okay. people want to hear, too. All right, cool. So Yeah, they hear us all the time. I had... <laughs> They're over it. <laughs> I'll do this. And I've explained this a lot, and I like my journey, how I started. And it's it's a it's a growing process. But I had this job, right? Medical device sales. Oh, so much money. Sales. And I was like, uh, in college, all my internships were geared towards that. I was a broke kid. So I was like, dude, I, I whatever I need to do to make money, got the job. <laughs> And I was like, hell yeah, my territory is Montana and Wyoming. I was like, I didn't give a shit. I'm a 22-years old guy. I will go anywhere for a job. Is that where you're from? You're not from that area? No, nope. born and raised in Minnesota. Okay. Born and raised in Eden Prairie, Woo. you know, Minnesota kid, college Minnesota. Holy I played shit. basketball at D3 school. And just Minnesota, St. Thomas University. They're D1 now, so when people ask me, nope. where'd you go? Nope. St. Thomas? Let's they're go. like, oh, they're D1. I go, Let's like, go. Yep. <laughs> I don't correct them. I don't correct them. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. There in Montana, and then, you know, you guys have been there. You get what you want, and you realize it's not what you wanted. Yeah. So that was one of those things. It's like, oh, great. I thought I just wanted money. I thought I just wanted to be a guy in sales and jobs because that's just what had the most money, medical device sales. I was like, man, I'm alone. Talking 65-year-old people can't relate to, no friends, on the road four days a week, depressed You're in the, the middle road, of nowhere. In the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere, territory of Montana, Wyoming. So I was like, what? What do I actually want to do? I can't live my entire life like this, right? So, podcast, oh, all these okay. car rides. I would listen. Yeah, to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would listen to Mark Maron, Pete Holmes, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Silverman. Like, I would listen to all these comedians, and they'd have these comedians on, and I was like, man, they have the coolest life. They're doing something so hard, and they're like, but I love it, and they're obsessed with it, and like their conversations they're having, like these are what my friends do. Yeah. And I wasn't a comedy fan. I saw. BET comic view and I love that every night Same. every Same. night I was like this is the best like Same. this is so funny like what are they saying this is crazy you know I was like these guys are crazy Bruce Bruce you'd see him just the fat guy I'd be like I like Sam like I was like what is it you know like that yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was like all right you know let's try it. let's see what's going on this is fun like and I'm just bored and alone all the time you know so I go to this open mic in Bozeman Montana I'm sitting at the bar, nervous as hell. I have I write out? They say you got to write out your material, and I write it out and um, started a drink. I had two drinks in, and the place is packed. Small corner of the wall, sixty people there, packed. Uh, people are playing music, and then the guy goes, he's like, "All right, um, uh, your next performer, um, Brendan Gay," and he hands me a guitar. <laughs> and I go, "Oh, I go, I don't need that. I'm, I'm doing stand up." He's like, "Oh." Oh, we're do- we have a stand-up comic here. Are like they never and so this, is so a- this was an open mic in the sense that it was an open mic. Yeah. Not like where people are like, oh, do you do music at your open mic? I'm like, oh fuck, no, we do not. <laughs> yeah. So I sign up and I'm waiting three hours, nervous, you know, do it, and I get on stage and it's mute it's a music bar. So at music bars, people are drinking, having conversations, and there's music in the background. And I'm yeah, there, yeah. first time, nervous. To tell your jokes that you have scribbled down on the napkin or whatever. Scribbled down, don't know. And I'm up there telling these jokes. And while I'm telling these jokes, no one is listening. <laughs> I'm telling you this. No one is listening. I could have yelled. I could have said anything. No one even gives a fuck. I am there. Yeah. And I'm. it's like an out-of-body experience. I memorized everything. So I'm saying this, but I'm looking around at people. And no one's listening. And I just end up. I probably did a minute and a half. I just end up leaving the stage and no one even knew. No one even knew I was gone. You know what I'm saying? So I got so. You're like, I'll take that guitar now, please. No one even knew I was I gone. I want somebody to pay attention to me. <laughs> like, I Do just you have was. A ukulele? I was. I remember there was this one guy when I was leaving. He just he just laughed because he saw it. He saw what happened, you know. He wasn't laughing at my jokes. He's yeah, just like, yeah, oh my yeah, God. yeah. So, and I just leave, and I was so mad that no one was listening. I was like, I can't just like not. That can't be my time. I do stamp. So, two weeks later, I do another open mic. Do it again. And then one. once like I a real comedy, a real comedy open mic. Yeah. Open mic okay. You know, it was like there was a bunch of comics there. Uh, you know, the host was there, and then there were some people at the bar, and like you know, people went up the time, and I wasn't funny, but I got a laugh, and I liked it. 
Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to come back and do it. And then I, I did it like six times in Montana. And I was like, I don't want to do this job. I need to go where there's good comedy. And Chicago had Second City. So I'm like, just ignorance is bliss, right? So I was like, all right, got to go. And tell me if I'm boring you for too long. Oh, but fuck, like, this, this is, is crazy no, this to is me because so, like six times on stage and you fucking let's go to Chicago. Yeah. That's nuts you know what to I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Second City. It's the most famous the comedy boss, thing that's ever happened. I'm going to go do that. I right? respect the boss. Some, people, the balls some people might be like, that's fucking insane and dumb, but yes. I respect the boss because if you feel something, and you think this yes. is for you, then you gotta yeah. you gotta do that shit. And that's good. That's good. But here's the here's my thing. And I, this is a lot of my career. Like, um, ignorance is bliss. I didn't know stand up comedy was so good in Chicago. I just knew Second City. So yeah. I was like, yeah. I, it could have been it could have been in Albuquerque. Yeah. And I could have been like, oh, Second City's in Albuquerque. Let's move there. It could have been the worst decision. But wow. it turned out I got lucky. Yeah. And it turned out it's an amazing There's just comedy everywhere. There's yeah, comedy well, everywhere. That's the whole thing. That's this whole jam. Yeah, yeah. With amazing comics. They yes. have their pizza with a dumb sauce on top. And yeah. then. Yes. It's like a stand up everywhere. Stand up everywhere and like you know the great comics who've came out of there yeah, yeah, you know from yeah. chicago and like anyway so i i ended up going there and then once i got there i'm like a competitive guy you know i used to be really competitive so i was like oh so there's perfect for medical device sales right yeah so i was like oh there's levels to this yeah i thought this was just open mics you're chilling you know mm-hmm. like it's on tv whatever but it's like there's a level to this it's like i want to see how far i can go yeah that's when it grew into a passion. Yeah. When I was in the beginning, man, the first ninety days, I'm depressed. No one likes you. So that's you're, crazy. you're bad at comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing all this, but you're like, you see good people, and you're like, how did they get there? Like, I like my material. What I'm doing right now. How do I talk about this? You're hearing all these podcasts where it's like, fast it- forward. I really hit the ground running. Yeah. I really start to. Uh, uh, I mean, I didn't How find my voice. How long ago was this? Yeah. When did you move this to was, Chicago? This was, I just, my seven year anniversary was uh, two weeks, was it the 15th? 10 days ago. Oh, wow. Well, okay. okay. Um, so you were 23. Yeah, yeah. Just a young, dumb kid, just like, I'm going to go follow this dream oh I didn't God. know I had. Yes. And, yeah. the, and crazy exactly. part is, you said the passion didn't hit until you got competitive with it, but you had already decided that I'm going to move out here to. That's nuts, dude. So right? It's nuts. It's dumb. Yeah. It's like it's the insane. whole thing is where it's like, well, it's one. Imagine if, you, you know, you've been here. Everyone's been here. You're in a bad spot. You don't like where you're at. So yeah. any other option is better. True. Sure. Yeah. So if everything like, else is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm not supposed to be feeling this. I'm a young kid making yeah. money and having this job people would dream about. And I'm unhappy. Like, that's not good. You And you have to keep doing but it. But that's well. rare that people, you know, most people yeah. don't fucking act on that. They just totally. stick with it and then. You know, that's yeah, because it's what you're supposed to do. Like, oh, I got this great right. job and I'm making all of this money, money selling yeah, yeah, yeah. medical devices yeah. and I live in Montana and it's beautiful and I'm going to like meet a girl and buy a house and we're going to have a right? bunch of kids and like, that's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's funny. And now that I think about it, and I haven't gone to therapy, but this is what I would be talking about. <laughs> I We're here for that. The Dr. Reason, Allo is in. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I think I make those uh, bigger life decisions quickly is because I have always felt like uh, I haven't always done the mainstream thing, right? You know, and I've tried to do that, right? I've tried to grow up in front of all white people in a rich neighborhood, and I wasn't that. So I tried to act like it. Mm-hmm. I tried to become them, and I learned that's just not healthy. That's not you. If you're a black guy in a white, you know, place growing up in the '90s and in, in the you know 21st century, naturally you're gonna be different. People are gonna treat you different. You yeah. just you're out of place already, so you don't follow the normal path. So you think yeah. of things different, right? So uh-huh. when I saw my view, my my life when I was in Montana, Wyoming, you know, gonna get married, have a kids, and some of my friends were doing that, I was like, this is not. I, I felt comfortable being like, let's get out of here, because I was always out of place. Yeah. I was always different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like it yeah. wasn't as hard for me to go somewhere because I've dealt with that when I was younger. Yeah. You know, but um, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll tie it in. Sorry to. Uh, deviate a little bit just to give you more context no that makes sense chicago i really hit the ground running right doing mics everywhere start getting on shows you know producing shows like really hitting it really getting better quickly you know and then you know from these podcasts i hear you got to go on the road you got to do what all do you, this what shit. do you think made you do that so quickly was it was it the internet was it like social media shit or was it you just networking in the right way it was me 
going to two to three mics a night, okay. and having the availability so to do that in the city, grinding, grinding. Yeah, yeah. So, every single day. Yeah, going, you know, working during the day, then going to mics. That's all I did. So yeah. like, I got better because I was on stage a lot. Yeah, I wrote a lot. I saw good comedy every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, did you, did you record your shit? All record the time? it. Yep, did yep. the whole thing they told you? Record yeah. it and then you listen to it. It's like doing two sets. Yep. Because mm-hmm. you get to hear, okay, what's funny, what's not, or what, and then while you're hearing it, and I still do this day, while you're hearing it, you think of tags. Yeah. You think of punchlines. You're like, oh, I'm gonna say this next time. So then I would do that in between going to mics. In the headphones, you're like, great. And then you go to the next mic, you do the stuff. Right. So it's like, that's the type of shit where it's like, <laughs> you know, that's why, why do good comedians go to New York? They do that Same every day. Thing, yeah, so you're yeah. like, how did this dude just pull out an hour and a year and a half? Yeah. You're like, this guy is getting 30 minutes a night. You know, yeah, he's working out in the gym. Reps. Anyway, yep. so I did that getting for reps. a long time. And then, like, right, I kept hearing on podcasts and I remember Chris Rock, someone said something about Chris Rock. They're like, yeah, Chris Rock didn't get good. Said he didn't get good till he got on the road, and then I kept hearing that on podcasts. Yeah, kept hearing that. Yeah. Kept hearing good comedians, the best yeah. comedians in the world, were like, "The road, gotta get on the road, road." So me, once again, as an idiot kid who didn't know anything, was like, "Oh, great! I'm a year and a month in. I gotta go on the road." You know. So when I was a year and a month in, I literally book out because I asked my work if I can work remotely for this this tour. Yeah. So I literally book out. The next three months on the road. Holy shit! So and then I'll, and it turned out to be a year. Yeah. So I December or just January, like feature spots, guest feature, any, whatever you can do, any showcase shows. Um, and so you're like, just hitting up bars and places that you know. Anything at, at all? <laughs> any station you can get anywhere. Yeah. So and when you it was January first, I think it was 2017. You know, I well a couple of days before that, I I drove all the way down from Minnesota to. Or Chicago to Miami. Yeah. So Miami is where I started January one, and then I ended all the way. I think my ending was North Carolina. Uh, I'm pretty sure, or yeah, North Carolina. Um, on uh, December thirtieth, uh, uh, two thousand seventeen, and I made it back home to Chicago January first, two thousand eighteen. So oh, literally shit. an entire year, every single week, I went to a new city. I did stand-up comedy. Lived out of my car, yeah, couch yeah. surfing, yeah. Uh, friend's house, family's house, comic's house. Every week, went to a new city, did stand-up comedy. And that's when I got, that's when I learned how to get good. This makes me so fucking excited. You know what I'm saying? Because it's what I want more. I want that now really to be more up on myself. Right yeah, yes. it, it fucking pumps well, me Well, just up. imagine you book out three months. You got to do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Every single Saturday, I blocked off time to book to the next city. And like, if you're someone from Chicago and you have a good five-minute tape, that can go so far. Mm-hmm. So think of this kid. Five minute tape. He's reaching out to everyone. He's getting on shows. Next thing you know, I remember I was looking in November. I was like, I've done 220 shows this year and I haven't even done two years of comedy. That's where you're like, oh, ignorance can actually help you. And well, and that's what I mean, yeah. when you think about just the history of everything that's great. Yeah. Including this country, not to sound like a weirdo, yeah. but it's people who do dumb shit and take those big risks and go out and fucking get after it. Just look at this that, TikTok and YouTube yeah, yeah. people who started that yeah. Mr. Beast. Yeah. He started 10 yeah. years ago on, on YouTube, didn't know what he was doing, but he just got immersed and it made zero dollars as of four years ago, you know, but now, you know, he got offered a billion dollars for his company, he turned it down. He goes, I wouldn't even do anything until 10, like he shouldn't 10 either, yeah. like that's the type of stuff where it's like yeah. the ignorant stuff. But anyway, that's how I started. Yeah, that's and and you know, seven years now. It's like I look at that still yeah. as like a good moment for comedy. So it's like I don't know if anyone's listening right now or, or a comic, you know, who just started. Like, dude, totally be uncomfortable in those positions. I bombed so <laughs> many times. Course, I did well in crazy places. Like, I it was like imagine being in Tulsa, Oklahoma, all yeah. by yourself, where. Three people want to fight you at the bar. You're performing in front of a door and you're doing 15 minutes you do not have. <laughs> you know, on a th- Wednesday yeah, at six, yeah. wow. you know, and like you don't know where you're staying that night. And like that's type of shit where you're like, and that's then wild, you're still performing comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that type of shit. I like, bet there's a lot. Do you think there's, you feel like you've been out there. Do you feel like there's a lot of people who are doing this type of thing? So I feel like 
with podcasts and everybody explaining. There's got to be. Because as far as the beginning of you saying podcasts, I've been a trucker. So that's how I got into just yes. listening to hours and hours of Rogan and everybody else you mentioned. And it's a school to how to do it. Yeah. And then you just actually just went out there and just got after it. I'm sure. I'm sure there's someone doing it now. I'm, I'm sure. sure. I mean, we right? just had Rena Calm was here and she lives out of she's her van. She's a warrior. Yeah. Right? She's a road warrior. I fucking love that yes. shit. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. So she was the one when I started, she was like a, a, one of the a greats at Chicago, right? Yeah, so like yeah. I learned a lot from her and stuff and she's always been, you know, great. But like that's one of them, right? Where it's like, Rena, you know, she's good at posting stuff. She's good at letting you know where stuff are. Mm-hmm. Um, but she'll go anywhere right. and she is going everywhere. She's going yep. anywhere. And like all of the stuff that she's doing right now, 100% going to pay off in the future. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people know who Rena is. Yep. Right? And I feel like doing it this way where you start out this organic, small room, small. Yeah. Your fans are going to remember when you get it to a point where they see you somewhere else. I knew him when totally. he was this, and they're going to yep. be that much more dedicated. I saw totally. him live, yeah. just like you. Yeah, says. I saw him right, yep. Yep. and it's and it's crazy, and you guys know this too, especially since you know you host a comedy club now. You're going to know so many different types of comics personalities, so yep. many people going through here who made it successful. People that you have in your comedy club for the first year, next year you're going to be like that guy is on Netflix, or that yep. guy is like what happened, and the next year you'll be like what happened, this guy, same material, whatever. You're going to see a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So like. All this stuff that Rena is doing and all these comics are doing on the road, there's going to be another social media app. There's going to yeah. be another big thing, and then they could potentially be that person on it. And, yeah. and people are going to be like, oh, she just blew up from that. I was like, no, she's been doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you and don't that's, know how hard she's been grinding yeah. for the last five years and, or however but, and, there, and, that's and there most, has yeah. been people who just blew up from that, but yeah. they get out there and they get tested and they get put in bigger clubs that most people who didn't work smaller fucking dive bars and shit, and yeah. then they get tested and they don't stay or stick around and they don't right. because people see that they're not skilled and they're not yeah. working at the actual craft totally yeah. i mean yeah you hit it on the nose and it's like you can't and people say this and i'm i'm speaking just from other people who have done it right but like you have to do your time yeah you can't skip the time yeah. your your fame and your success and maybe the amount of money that you get or the how much time you're given on stage that that could go early or you could be very prepared and get not a lot but like yeah. your ability to perform on stage and to be funny that will that that has to be consistent and that takes time. Yep. You can't, it's never been done. Any comic has never come in in two years and absolutely changed the game. And they're only changing <laughs> the game for a couple months or a year or two yeah, years. They're yeah. not consistent. Like, I mean, cause even yeah. if you do blow up, some people will, you can blow up quick, but then it, you have to put in that work then and you have to eat shit. Yeah. And if you blow up quick, I feel like you can develop an ego to where now I'm eating shit, doing this actual real work, the real footwork. And then that makes you quit. Yeah, dude. So I'm I I'm I'm cool with dying. I need to I need to move somewhere. I think to um, yeah. you know I love it here. I love you, Haley. But <laughs> I I feel like I need She's to get, go. I just feel like yeah. I need to go somewhere where I can just fucking put in that. Or because I mean I have yeah. a family now, so I can't just. I don't think I can just go tougher. Them. That's, yeah. But you no, can. You can't peace out for yeah, a year now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can't you, do that. He has a brand tour. brand that, new baby. Three weeks, right? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Congrats, man. Appreciate it. That's a whole fucking podcast yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. about kids now constantly, and just that you had three weeks and you're still doing stand up comedy. Kudos yeah. to you. You must <laughs> really love this. It's it, it's kind of my. I feel like it's my purpose. Like kind yeah. of like you felt once you went. I to mean, you were great on stage. You were great. It. You know Appreciate what I'm saying? It, so it's like, man, it's like because I'm always thinking I'm gonna have kids in two years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know it's gonna happen. So it's like. I'm looking at people right now, how hard it is for me to do stand-up comedy for like a living, you know, how hard it is now when I'm single. There's going to be two things that's going to happen to me or two options, right? Either I'm going to fail as a stand-up comic and I'm going to focus more on my kids and, and weary off or what's going to happen is it's it puts a fire up your ass yeah and you go oh, because I'm not quitting stand-up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My career has been progressing so it's like, now I need to be on top of my shit even more. Yeah, yeah. Right? So about merch. I'm starting to sell merch now. I've, I've been against it, but I don't give a fuck. Like, I want to start. I need to start doing merch, something else. Merch 100%. makes me, you know, like thousands of dollars a year. And this year it's tens of thousands of dollars a year. Merch is a huge factor if you know how to sell it and do it. Like, you saw it tonight. I sold, what, four T-shirts, right? That's 80 bucks. Yeah. Right? But, like, there's some venues where you'll go to, who knows, it could happen tonight. I sell everything. Right. That could be 30 shirts, 40 shirts a weekend. 
you know, I sell them for 20 bucks. It cost me $3.38 to make. Yeah. Every t-shirt is $16. So it's like that type of money where it's like, great, if this can pay for my flight, if this can pay for my weekend, that can take you from working a job to making this a living. So yep. all of that stuff, all this podcast stuff you're doing now, yeah. right? Who knows? I get paid off my podcast clips on Facebook. I get monthly. They just pay me for it because right. I started posting a lot. Okay. That can help with income too. But you know what I'm saying? You yeah. have a kid now. Yeah. You have to feed this kid. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you're yeah. thinking in those terms now. Yep. So it's like 100%. every time I see someone who has a kid, especially new and still doing comedy, it's like, man, they must love this shit. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I feel like, yeah, I have to, yeah, get into all that shit you were just saying. Yeah. And you so can do I'm it. I'm going to be picking your brain for stuff as yeah, far yeah. as like how to get into the t-shirt thing and all that. Yeah. I just bought like these little stickers, but. I go through yeah. this other thing. It's like an artist. You ever heard of T Public? T Public, no. It's like an artist thing where artists send in their drawings and they just put it on everything, mugs, you know, t-shirts, yeah, yeah. small kids, hoodies, and all this shit. But yeah, I don't think that's the way to do it for merch. It I could. Think. I'm not in. Look, listen. I I'm uh, I'm only successful as I am. Right. I'm not a Bill Burr. I'm not a Dave Chappelle and stuff. So like, take everything I say with a grain of salt. If I was the master at this, yeah, you know. I would be doing. But you're a bad yeah. right yeah. we, we get it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? It's like. But you're it, on a path to that. I'm though, trying. So, you know. So, and people who yeah, I feel is, like are on a. This is the stepping stone. This is yeah. you're working, This is a you're great. Toward it. This is a fucking great club. When I came in here tonight, and just how the audience was like laughing so much, that's so hard to have in a place. Yeah. You can have a place that's 300 people, and the crowd could be laughing, but you cannot hear them. Yeah. So the fact that you just have a good room is is so beneficial. Yeah. It's like a comic who has good jokes, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you have good jokes. That's, that's the most of it, yeah. you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this place is it'll obviously do great. But so like, you were, yeah, you were talking about, um, advice and you're not something, what, is yeah. there some bad advice you've received out there? Totally, man. I mean, it advice that I, anyone who's telling me what to do, who has never done that before, <laughs> That's bad advice. And I'll give you examples really? specifically through, and don't get me wrong, there's always exceptions, right? Yeah. You, you have that, you know, there's always exceptions, but comedy, open mics. If someone who has never been on the road, someone who has never headlined, someone who has never, you know, made money from like uh, comedy is telling you how to do it. Jeez, who? That's a red flag. You'd be surprised. That's crazy. I'm sure you've had open micers tell there you, are, hey, you want to make your headlining set be this, or you want to start off at this. There or, are people who You want to like, start doing more clips like this. You yeah. want to start doing this. Don't talk about this. Don't do it. Like, they'll tell you what to do, and they've never done it before. And that goes with any industry, but, like, yep. I'm just giving you an example. It's like, that's the type of advice where I learned, I go, like, don't. Yeah. No, and it's not offense. It's just like, man, like, I never want to be that person to give advice. You know, as that, that's if I've so never weird. done it, you know, yeah, that's weird, but that's it's like the, people yeah. without kids giving parenting advice. Totally. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. You know, like if I was, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, if I was preaching to you how you're supposed to have kids, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. such a weird thing that people, but there are people who are like open mic legends who just stay in the little yeah. scene and then they get a little cloud and they're like, I can tell anybody anything when you come. Th that's fucking totally. Funny. No, I've never heard anybody who hasn't done something tell me something to do. That's great. That's fucking You're hilarious. hanging around so, with good people. Then. What's what's some good advice? You've had yeah. your podcast is though. I've seen a few episodes and you had some big guests on like Mark. Yeah. Mark Norman on there. I'm sure he's giving you some. some. Yeah. Advice. Right. So. Yeah. Everyone talks about Mark. Mark Norman. Mark Norman. I think because he's blowing up and stuff. Well, yeah. 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 Yeah, he was just here at the Angle Alert in Iowa City a few weeks ago. Oh, was he? A couple, yeah, a month. yeah, I mean, so yeah, he's great. Um, so what did he? Yeah, what did he, he tell me? Too. I mean, he one thing he did tell me that I remember. He goes, well, not just him, anybody. Like, oh, what's some good advice that anyone's given? Yeah, I guess with comedy per se, yeah. you know, advice is like, Dave, just you need to get on stage. You yep. need to get on stage as much as you can. That's, put in the time. Yeah, you yeah. need to put it in the time, right? So it's like. A lot of things will take care of himself when you're on stage. Now, it's like the same thing. It's like, all right, practice, but you got to practice with effort, right? 
you can't just go on stage and just fuck around. Yeah. You got to have a purpose on stage, right? Yeah. What are you trying to work on? What are you trying to do for this set? Do you have any goals in mind in the future, right? So like I'm doing a taping in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? What was this what was this for? It's like I worked on a bit for clean material to do for the cruises that I'll also do for the taping. Great. That's why I taped it so I can look back what worked, what didn't. How do I change it for tomorrow? Like that type of stuff, right? Yeah um that's good advice that he told me get on stage a lot and then have a purpose you know for that i mean what do you think yeah. it could be because sometimes i my, i think getting on stage and fucking around is part of me developing yes so you think yeah, that's yeah. i mean from yeah you know it is it is true that's could be a purpose right yeah, yeah. and, okay, and okay. you're i mean like right take it like a habit of just being someone who's always doing that and never writing. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, 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 right. And like, tell you everything I say with a grain of salt because comedy works for, differently in everyone's ways, yeah. right? Some yeah. people work are so fucking amazing by just going yeah. on stage. And like, I was just talking about Earthquake. Right? He talked about that. Earthquake, yeah. He's never written, never recorded shit. He's just fucking great what? comic, but yeah. a killer, but a killer, killer. a legendary killer, right? Comic, you like you said, yeah. I used and, to watch him there, and that just doesn't work for me, and that yeah, doesn't work either. for most yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that weird, dude though. is talented in yeah. a way. Like that dude has something where he's amazing, and he found that. Just the yeah. fact that he was able to find that, right? <laughs> because it's good, but like. He's a guy who's done it. He's yeah, been in the game still, for 30 years. Reps, 20, yeah, yeah, he's still putting the reps. But, like, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, as far as me, that's a great advice, man. Just, and then it goes within the industry. Do your work. You got to do the work. You yeah. can't cheat the work. Go yeah. on, for comics, go on stage, write. If There's no the shortcut to no shortcut. success here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Where are you going to record your special? Houston, the Riot Comedy Club. So it's one of those hidden gems, and I was talking about in the green room before, where it's like, Intimate room, dark spotlight. The room erupts when it's a good laughter. It erupts. It's like made for comedy. The owners of those place, they're expanding it, but they want to make it a comedy scene, like a comedy comedy, like stand-up comedy. Not doing it to sell drink tickets. Yes, they're an owner, they're a manager, they're a bar. They're trying to make money, obviously, but they're trying to make money through stand-up comedy. Is they want to like be the, known. Is that like the Premier Club in, in Houston? No, Premier Club. They have an improv there. Okay. Um, they have the secret group there. Um, but this Riot Club, they're expanding to like three more because they've had oh, so shit. much success. That's dope. I yeah, heard yeah. that scene is crazy. One of my buddies, uh, Anthony, he went down there. He Yeah. 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 It's like the 10th largest city in, in the U.S. or yeah. 11th largest yeah. now, Austin. So it's like yeah. they got bodies. For, yep. They got people to go yeah. to stand up. You said you know? it's like Austin, but it's a little bit more diverse. There's totally. a lot more different types of people yeah, there, yeah. right? So it's like uh, I think it's one of the most. It's known as one of the most diverse cities. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that always helps with comedy, different yeah, viewpoints, different perspectives. People understand that better awareness, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah. I just honestly, I just like the place. I like performing there. So like any place I like performing, it's like let's get it on film and try yeah, to capture it. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, have places that you, yeah. When you uh, during the during the pandemic, how did that like affect your your shit? Because you had probably just started momentum, just going, going, going. Yeah, I, I imagine people at certain levels who were actually eating off of it. Yeah, had to, yeah, had to hit them hard, like in a weird way. Yeah, well, I was in New York City at that time. Holy shit! So, that's where it shut down the most, if not totally from dude. anywhere in this country, right? That's like the most shut down. The most. So in New York, I was a mover. Okay, I moved. Uh, uh, furniture out of places. So when the pandemic, I know a lot of people that like talked about doing that on different podcasts. Totally. On I was Kelly. part of the movers. No I was, shit. It's called the uh, oh, fuck it intense movers. Are it's they... a moving company. A lot of comics. Yeah, work. yeah. A lot of good I heard talk... comics. Yeah, I heard him talking about that on. Uh, you know what, dude? That's fucking yes. funny. A lot of comics do that, and uh, f I got the job from David Drake. He's a great comic, seller comic, really yeah, funny. Four him. albums. Yeah, yeah okay. really great guy. Uh, uh, anyway. So this job during the pandemic in New York, just imagine the country has shut down. <laughs> Everyone's trying to get out of New York. Oh, okay. Everyone's trying to move. Yeah. There's no stand-up comedy. Right. Right? People are stuck in their houses. They go outside occasionally. Everyone thinks they're going to die. But movers are essential workers. Man. Movers are essential because you got to help people move and get yeah. out of their pots. So yeah. Imagine in the city that's the scariest and people want to move and you're a mover. Yeah. You're getting paid, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And this job. So much more. And it's... This job was all cash wow. straight in your hand. Wow. And I'm working three jobs a day, two jobs a day, day through night, no stand up comedy. So yeah. I racked in. 
and I'm getting money from the government. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. this is this is my way out of New York. I go, this is my way out of New York. And for people who don't know, like New York is, you know, it has the best of everything, right? Yeah. But that's where. What is Sorry it? to interrupt you. Whenever she goes to the bathroom, and I and I was, <laughs> this has like been the biggest guest we've probably had. And I'm oh like, should I gosh. do the drop? Should I commit? <laughs> yeah, to you what have the to commit to the about? bit. Even you though have we have to a commit big to guest and he's mid conversation. Oh my god, the Sorry. fact that you guys say big, you guys are funny. It's so funny. You, it's, it's so funny. Um, but yes, uh, where was I? Uh, oh yeah, pandemic yeah, New York. Yeah, I was a mover. Moving, Everyone's yeah. moving out, and I was a mover. So there's no stand up. So I worked, yeah. you know, as a mover. So made a lot. You make money. Yeah. I never, I was so broke in New York. A dog worked at a Ruby and Jack's doggy shack for minimum wage, 900 bucks every two weeks in New York. Jesus. Broke. Jesus. Trying How to many rooms did you have? I had, I lived in a garage <laughs> and we didn't even know it was a garage until months <laughs> in, but they converted the place in the garage. And uh, one roommate, I slept on couch cushions. He slept on the bed. We not did that for seven months. Cushions. Say not even the couches. The cushions. Cushions the, Horrible. Like, and I was sleeping on my clothes. So I couldn't afford. So somebody sleeping on the couch then? So, the no, cushions? there was a bed on top, so he slept okay. on the bed. What happened to the couch? I mean, the couch was there. I just took the cushions. Oh, you didn't want to put on the couch. I didn't want to put the couch. Dope. And well, and the couch was small. I couldn't oh, okay. like get out of it. I got you. I got you. I spent nights there. Don't worry. About I but uh, yeah, right. So like, I was like, oh, this is. I clearly understood. It's like. And people don't get this, but like New York is, it's where you make your dreams, right? It is the best of the best everywhere for everything, God but damn it, yeah. you struggle a, there. It holds people back because they can't keep their head above water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's hard to admit that because like, let's say you were to move to New York, all of your friends and family here would be like, man, we're ruining the best for you. We love you. Yes. Oh my, like, oh my God, good. he's going to New York. He's going to New York. And that's huge. And yeah. you get there and you're getting... You're, just you're struggling. Yeah. You're getting eaten alive. You know how hard it is to tail between your legs and to go yeah, back yeah, to your yeah, city and yeah, be like, yeah. it did not work for me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are more afraid of that yeah, yep, yep. than they are. Which is, which is than they are. So they stay in New York. Yeah. They, oh, they stay there. Yeah. There's and, I, and this is so hard <laughs> for people to admit, but I see it. It happened to me, right? I wasn't a big name in New York. Yeah. I wasn't the funniest guy in New York. So for me to and and it didn't work out for me doing the whole mic scene there. I got I did I was successful in my own way. Ran a show at the Stand Comedy Club, you know. Man, ran an independent dope. show. Had great comics on Todd Barry, Sam Morrell, Sarah Silverman, Jim oh, Gaffigan shit. stopped by. Like Mark Norman came in. Like oh my god, you imagine? But like you're struggling. You're not you're not making any money. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting notoriety. It's gonna take years and years and years. And I'm not saying that's not the way to do it. It's not the way to go. But you see people there who've been there for fifteen years at the same spot. Yeah. That's insane to me. Right? And I'm not saying they're not getting better, they're not building, but like there's most people do not. Yeah. I did not want to be that person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you need to bite that bullet. You need to leave. And pandemic, easy way to do it. Yeah, easy way to do it. That's an easy excuse for me. Oh, there's no comedy here. I'm gonna move somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know, that's an easy. I took the easy out, right? I would. It's smart though. It's easy. It's smart because it's like, especially if there's no, you're not doing your passion. You're making all this money though from moving, but you're not doing what you're there in New York, paying all that money for rent for. Fuck that. That's that's how I got out. I had enough money to get to really leave and to be like. And then Texas was open, so I I, I went to Texas to do stand up while no one else was, and I thought that was cool. Yeah. Nashville was doing it, Florida was doing so it, you Texas. You were was before doing it. even Rogan and all those people. Oh moved yeah, there. yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. And what was um, that like moving there before that boom, that wave came? Everyone, you know, the world hated us because <laughs> we're doing it, but everyone who was there was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. this is great. Yeah. We're doing good stuff." And I then bet um, shows were great because people want to be out. Oh and- my god, fifty percent capacity in austin texas yeah. everywhere else 100 percent. so people who could go out wow. they were going out but i mean like it was a it was just a unique time that you know who knows what that'll happen in our lifetime you know but it was like something that was cool right yeah. that was cool being there and stuff but um and did you leave before the the wave came when all the people came i was like i was there before the big wave came but then people came like months after people really a lot of people came and yeah, then yeah. while i was there a year so many people were there and, okay um kill tony was selling out every night and like you know like rogan was there and it was just big just big it was like the next remember when everyone was saying austin's the next which it still is you know the next scene 
I was there doing that, but then I left in the middle of it. Okay. Girlfriend bought a house in Minnesota, staying there. And then uh, I've been there ever since, and I just, I do the roads so much, and that's my base. And like, and I think that's, I, that's a beautiful way to do it because these fucking places, especially if you're just yeah. trying to do comedy, you're not really trying to chase acting and other shit. Totally. Having a home base somewhere where it's affordable to live and not ridiculous. Right. And still with social media and your podcast, yeah. you can still move around and get known. You can still put yourself move. out there. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of hesitant yeah. to, I want to move to Austin, but I'm kind of hesitant. I don't know. Yeah. I'll give it time. We bought a house. but Yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah. No. Yeah, man, that's that's dope shit. And then you fucking dipped out and went back to Minneapolis. You're gonna stay there now. I'm gonna stay there. Go and the that. thing is, and this and is that's what... a great scene too. I mean, it's like not like that's not a fucking. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, but here I'm just looking at your perspective, right? So you bought a house, you have a kid, you have a wife. You can make it work here. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't make it work here. We see it happen. It's just a different way of looking at. It. It's not the class of way, right? This yeah. podcast, you can easily find the technology and the yeah. information to make it. Where you can have Mark Norman on through Zoom. Yeah. Where you can have the biggest comics Hell, on, what you're what into. About Mark, yeah. The <laughs> biggest, the, the truckers that people follow and the people like, you can have them on. You have relationships with them, have yeah. it on. Next thing you know, one of your podcasts gets 100,000 views. Right. And then 10,000 people follow you from that. And the next yeah. thing you know, you're making money from your podcast. You're getting bigger guests on. You're able to travel somewhere and they'll pay you a ridiculous amount of money for that. That's All of this stuff can easily happen from Cedar Rapids. That's the reason it's just why. a different way yeah. of doing it. People do this. Think of all these TikTok stars, all these YouTube stars. They found a way. And little in North Carolina, and little places everywhere. Some of them are yeah. in Maine. Some we of them are, are already Maine. the number two podcast in the Gang. Cedar Shout Rapids. And I Gang. So see, look at this. That's good. Just want to throw that out there. That is great. The you Crandic, know what I'm saying? The Crandic. Shout out to the Crandic. That is progress. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't ne- like who that. knows? Next we're thing? starting small, yeah, and we're gonna make you big, yeah. And someone's and gonna be right here on this. A radio host or someone who has a uh, big production company will be like, "Damn, we need someone from Cedar Rapids. We have five guys." Someone will be like, "Show me five people," and then you're one of them. Yeah. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, you get a really good job where you're doing this. You're able to travel more and produce more and do this shit. Is like I'm just saying, most people quit before they do it. Yeah, and like you're doing. You can totally make this happen. Yeah, there's Cedar no. Rapids. Yeah, there's no quitting this. I mean, yeah. anything that's comedy related, I don't yeah. think I would want to. I'd quit everything else before I, <laughs> which yeah. is fucked up. But I mean, and that dedication is scary, but it's like it's going to help you because most most people don't have that. Yeah. Got, yeah. Know? Hell yeah. So you got the, uh, the is, is it, you're gonna, are you calling it a special? You said you recorded so. the thing. I mean, you, it's like. Yeah. Sorry, like I used the word special. You yeah, said you no, were it's great. recording. No, but some people are weird about it. Like yeah, they don't want to call things a special. Well, or if right? it was an album or whatever. Here's, here's why, and it's what most people why I, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but like so many people do specials now. It's not special. That's like a true thing. <laughs> yep. So many are on YouTube. So many are on Netflix. So it's like, okay, great. Calling it a special now when people hear that, they're like, oh, okay. You know, cool. it's not a special. So it it's like, okay, yeah, great. It's, it's kind of like people will reach out to me and be like, well, I recorded a comedy album. Like fucking anybody could. I could record exactly. a comedy album. I'm not it's a comedian. I'm not funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a microphone yeah. and an iPhone. Of course you can record a comedy album. Right. So but that tells me nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. You're right. This is a good question because I've never asked. I've never asked a booker or a comedy club owner this. What are you looking for? What are you looking for for people who are trying to submit to your club? Like, you know, talk about like, are you looking for an email? Are you looking for a clips? Are you looking at their Instagram? Like, what are you looking for? Kind of all of the above. Yeah. Um, but, and I will watch, like when you submit a video, I'll watch it. And if it Great. doesn't grab me, kind of right away. Good. Like I, I, you have, you have to have something that hooks me right away. This is so great. This is what people want to hear. This is and, the, and it's so hard. Like, and I know that's hard for, but like I get so many submissions and that's just me. And I'm a small yeah. club in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And I get so many submissions. And if I'm not immediately like, this is very funny. I l- immediately lose interest. Wow. So are you like, and I, I'm giving an example. So like I send you an email, right? Hey, my name is Brendan. You know, you obviously don't know who I am, but you're getting a random email in your box. I go, hey, here's I here's what I do. I go, Brendan, here's all my info. Here's my avails. Uh, would love to work at your club. And then on the bot, I attach, you know, all my clips and stuff. I do a 45 minute social. I do a five minute clip. I do a 45 minute clip. And then I do, here's my podcast links. And then here's everyone I've opened up for and all the comedy festivals. And here's my work history. I attach it with a headshot. So when you open up that email, 
what are you looking at first? Are you actually reading it? Are you clicking the video? Are you like, and everyone does it different. I'm just curious because yeah. people with comics don't know. Yeah. Right. Comics no, I, I will scan through what, you know, like who, who you've opened for, who you've worked with. Yeah. What I'm really looking for is the five minute. Like if you have a good five minute clip and if you can hook me that way, then I'll go, okay, well now I'm going to listen to your podcast. Now I'm going to watch your other stuff. Now maybe I'll watch your 40, but I don't have 45 the minutes to spend first. a lot of the time. I, there's no way I'm going to watch every 45 minute clip that everybody sends me. <laughs> So if no you have way. a good, but Could also you imagine? Yeah, anybody, I, I know that the reason why I put that on there and I'm sure other comics do this too. I go like, I can do 45. Yeah. Okay. That's and that, why and that's I put important. it. That's because important. anybody, not anybody, yeah. but anybody could have a good five minutes. I did. Yeah. So sure. Exactly. Oh, send me your five minute clip. But if I find out later that you can't do 45 minutes, then that's it. So okay. yes. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Like here I am. I am headlining. I am proven to be a headliner. I yeah. headlined the, and it's nice to know that you like your resume of where you've worked. Yeah. So hook me with your five minutes. Prove to me that you can do much more than five minutes. Yeah. And then, and then. That's so, that's so helpful because especially with comics are starting, right? And I'm sure you get these booking emails where it's like, Hey, my name is, you know, Matt, I'd love to do your show. Thank you. Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Can I do yeah. it Tuesday? I, 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 do com- I do comedy. Here's when I'm available. It's all of the days. And you're like, cool. Yeah. Great. And it's like, right. What do you, as you, as a booker, you're like, dude, I don't have time to look through 50 fucking emails right now. Like I'm going to no. that's what, and then they're, they're done. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it's like. So you're. Uh, you it's hard. You put up 40, is it clips? Forty five minutes of different no. clips, for, or is it one solid one? Just one clip, clip, right? And like, no, no one's watching that. But I do it for exactly. It's like I can do. It's, here's a forty five minute clip. I I can do. How I long? Guess. How long were you into when you had that? That you had a forty five minute clip that you were comfortable sending to somebody. That was done last year. Or two, oh, a year and a half ago, I think two thousand one. Yeah. Maybe okay, January. So, so so six, five, six years in. Yeah, it's six yeah. years in, almost. You know, I'm like six. I'm like on this time schedule. For no, it's good. I'm only three years in, and I've heard every podcast say, "Don't expect shit to happen t- until ten, ten years." Ten years. Yeah, and, that's what everyone says. But yeah, you, yeah. within that time, you have to have certain progressions that you're seeing. Totally. You're, otherwise. You know, you can't go from. Yeah, if you can still only give five minutes, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah, right, right. If you're right. if you're seven years into this, right. and you're like, I've got a really tight right. five. You're like, cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Shouldn't yeah, you be yeah. like, if you want to, if you want to be more than this, shouldn't yeah. you be able to do something else? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, I gotta record. I gotta record. I need to get better at recording video. I only do audio. Totally. That's just, that's part of the game. You're weird now. about video, and you gotta not be. Yeah, I know. That's part that's of the true. game. Stop. That's true. I'm, you're making me be on video. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. if you can make me be on video, I can make and you, know, you be on video. Thing, to advance your career, I'm just yeah. doing this for you. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. trying to advance my – I'm not a comedian. I'm not trying yeah, to advance yeah. my comedy, yeah, anything. Yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah, yeah. So they, you can start recording your shit. It's so funny, though, because like so many comics who, who are going to want to do the Lucky Cat, though, they will watch this clip or her on the podcast to get to know her, to see what she likes. This is why I Trust me, comics tell me this yeah. all the time. And they're like, oh, she's on that? This You're is why I asked to, to be on it. I was she's like, on it. Because most green rooms, the, the owner of the club is to hang out in the green room, but I asked her to be on this because yeah. that's another perspective of a comedian and an owner. Yeah. And you're bookers, asking the questions that I should have been asking totally. a long time ago. <laughs> bookers, have, bookers have, and some people know this, right? Bookers have power. You have power over comedians because they yeah. want they want time. Every yeah. comedian wants time, and it, you know it looks cool, right? I'm posting, hey, I'm at the Lucky Cat this weekend, December sixteenth yep. and December seventeenth. Other comics look at that and go, wow, I want to do that. Yeah. That looks cool. Yeah. So they're like, oh, she's on a podcast. Let me get the podcast. The I need to send her. Yeah, I need to, like club. so it's not just we, a bar. You know what I mean? So we've yeah. all done this, and I've grown out of this, but like. You know, we've all done this. I'll email you, then I'll show up to the club, and then I'll introduce myself, and then I'll be there a whole bunch of times, which is great, which is good. But that's your whole life. That's some people's in the beginning, that's their whole life. So, like, they are like, you mean so much to people that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You may probably know this, but like, you mean like, oh, there's, there's some people at the open mics who they know every time you're there, every time you're not there, what, you know, who you book and all of that. And, and guess what? It's funny because you, this is just one part of your life. <laughs> you have other stuff to do, but it's like, it's crazy how people love comedy so much and comics, like they look at you every, they'll hate you for no reason because you didn't look at their email, right? And they'll be like, 
And it's so dumb, you know, now that you think of it, you're younger, but it's like managers and bookers have so much power holding a comedy club. Yeah, and the thing about especially like, this one is because Penguins closed down after the pandemic and never opened back up. So in this so area, only comedy this is a major Rabbit. city in Iowa. I would consider it a major. It's the second biggest, right? Yeah. yeah. After Des Moines, so it's like there's no other comedy club. This is it. And I, every I think Iowa comic, every yes. How how? But it's also important for me. So like, um, I'm trying to build a comedy community here. Yeah. So I and I think you can tell like even with just oh. Aloe and Travis tonight, like yeah. Uh, and our open mic group is really good. And so another thing for me when I'm booking people is like just trying to figure out if people share the same values, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to bring in people that I know that I know are funny yeah. and good and that are going to bring people in, but also people that are good people. That's great. This club is going to last a long time really probably. That's really important to me. That's good, man. I mean, we've talked we've talked about <laughs> other, you know, all comics because all comics talk about the clubs. I'll be here and people, you know, there will, there will be twenty people ask me about the Lucky Cat, yes, right? Throughout yeah, the next yeah, couple months, yeah. you know, and I'll say the same thing, right? Man, it's cool. They take care of that place. It's a fun, really fun spot to play. Yep. Totally suggest reaching out. Yeah, you know, and then that shit spreads like wildfire. Yeah. yeah. They, well, we were talking about it on podcasts, and then people are like, oh, Iowa, what's, what's the comedy club there? We got Lucky Cat, we got the Funny Bone, and then you're in this mix. Yeah. You know, and it spreads easy. So, like, have it, just you saying that, they'll be like, what type of comics are they having? People, they're like, you, they're going to be like, this guy wouldn't be a good fit. This guy wouldn't be a good yes. fit. Like, yeah. you should, you know, and then the, the comics who are similar to this style will really want to be in this club because they're going to be doing the best yeah. at this yeah. club. And right? once I know you and trust you, so yeah. like now that I know you and trust yeah. you, if you say, hey, so and so is coming through, so oh my God. would you That's consider booking them? Going, like... I'm going to get a lot of messages. <laughs> That's how it works. People like, yeah. I heard the podcast. Taylor said, like, do you think you should put it? Like, yeah. It's funny. That's but, exactly how it works. But right? recommendations from, from comics who are on the road all the time. And that's something important that I think are you almost said. as almost as good as me watching your your submission videos. Yes. That's so great for comics to know that. Yes. I forget about that sometimes, but it's like I know this for my references, right? I only do people who are funnier than me. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my goal because it's on me. Yeah. yeah. I am not doing someone who is not because Unless it's a level where it's like, hey, they would like to host, you know, I'll be, yeah, I'll yeah. be like, hey, I think they would do a really good seven minutes or ten minutes stuff. But sure. like, you say headliner, if someone's trying to headline, I'm yeah. doing something funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. doing Ron on. I'm doing that, Jeffrey Asmus. Back to you, and I will vet people better. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this guy yeah. is good. Yes. Yeah. And I'm vetting people. So like, if somebody yeah. sends me an email, I'm gonna look them up on Facebook. I'm gonna see who we know, and if I see that you and I both know him, then I'll be like, hey, so what do you know about someone? him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I and it's and it's, I hate yeah. to be that it's like all about who you know because I don't want to always be like that. But but that's how from, shit works, though. And yeah. just to have somebody to vouch, yeah, for you is and not just huge. like you said, not just funny. Yeah. Someone who's actually cool to be around yeah. and not yes. a dickhead. Because I think everybody wants that. Both comedians and owners and. Comedians want to know that they're working with an owner who's cool. It and makes your yes. job easier. And I want comics better. to come yeah. in and like want to hang out and yeah, want yeah. to do the podcast and yeah. want and want to be a part of the community, not just show up, do your forty five minutes, leave, yeah, yeah. sell your t shirts, shake hands. Damn, and be that's like, exactly out. what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like okay, that. bye. Yeah, yeah. All right, we done. Like, Here's your check. See you later. Yeah, yeah. I'll get pizza by myself. <laughs> um, no, I mean all that's all that stuff is like. It's it's funny that I'm it's smart that you bring it on the podcast because like you're gonna learn yourself this was too. All a business move all Yeah, along. this was. All- <laughs> I thought we were friends, and then I was amusing. But like this to is the this, no, no. this is about. I can tell you what yeah, this was about. Just, it was about passion. No. You when you said that one line, I, you don't like to hear it, but I bring it up. But one time we were fucking eating over there, and she yeah. said, "I want to be the Mitzi Shore of Iowa comedy." That's, and I'm yeah. like, that, that, "That just, I mean, it the sounds mother of weird, the comedy. That's yeah, great. it's it's about yeah. the passion for trying to grow a community and a and a thing." So, well, I That's mean, Haley, from about. knowing you for you know three hours, you're not an asshole. You're nice and approachable, so it's like uh, comics are like. I'm writing this down. Comics are like an asshole. Nice and approach Comics are like right. We're socially awkward. You you control so much of us, so we're gonna be weird around you. Yes, we're gonna be like 
And you know, oh, you know all this, lot. you know all this, but it's like, it's so much nicer when you have like me or you being like, dude, she's cool. Like it takes time or like something like that. So then they're not as weird and stuff. So yeah. like, and I think it's really cool. You're building a community because like Iowa is a great place. It's Midwest. You have Chicago right there. You have Minneapolis right there. Yep. You know, Nebraska right there. So yep. many people can go to this hub. You know, it's like. And I want I want to grow comedy here too, or I want yeah. to, I want people to be like, oh, I'm going from Chicago to Minneapolis. Let's make a stop in Cedar Rapids on the way, yeah, where normally right. it would be like we're going to take another route, or they're like, yeah. we're going to go straight to Des Moines. Yeah. Next thing you know, you get a comic who's doing like a Friday and Saturday somewhere, and they're like, oh yeah, I heard of the Lucky Cat. Let's do that. And then yeah. you're like, mm-hmm. can you be here Wednesday, Thursday? And then your Wednesday and Thursday sold out, right? Because it's a big. And then you're like, how did you get that? You know, how did you know about the Lucky Cat? He's like. Oh, I just messaged one of my comic friends, you know, you know, it's like one of those type of stuff. So it's like, especially since this just started and you're getting good comics on, like you said, did Sam talent do this one or, or who? Sam was at Teehees. I would love to get Sam in here. And Sam knows Travis Bales. People people like that. We'll do Mark Norman, Sam town, those type of comedians who are at that high level that everybody aspires to be. They still fucking come back to shit like this. And it's, it hits me so hard. I love them. Well, that's like how it goes. Right. So it's like those big level guys. And they're like, if they like it, yeah. Then they're gonna tell their friends like, "Oh, dude, you should hit up Haley. She has a good spot. Yeah. Go there next time you're doing the funny bone on the weekend, or like, you should j- just do that yeah. if you're not mm-hmm. doing that. And then they'll hit you up. And next thing you know, it's like, oh shit, like I'm getting these big name comedians here because I treated comics right. But I mean, like, yep. yeah, hell yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool to have a booker on the podcast. Um, it's like gives insights to comics of how they should behave and how yeah. they act in your yeah. club, right? Because yeah. a lot of times they don't know, right? Yeah, and it's funny. It's stressful. My, my thing is just don't be a dick. Yeah. That's really all I ask yeah. of anybody is to just not be a dick. Because you have a hard job. Yeah. Imagine all these people trying to get time and you have to manage that. And like, and not just it's stressful. People, not it's just like, people weirdos because a lot of us are just weirdos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a good portion Mentally, of the yeah, there's just like a men- weird, weird people. Man. Totally. It's yeah. It's not yeah. a group and of people. And weird people are kind of my jam. So yeah, that, that works yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I love them too, hundred percent. Hey man, thanks for doing this. I'm gonna oh, let's go get some pizza. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Um, go check out his podcast. It's called Send It. Yep. It's on YouTube. Uh, Brendan Gay. Wow, that's so nice. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. All right, I'm Alameen. Thanks for checking out the green room. Peace. Well, here, uh, it's a podcast. That's the whole point. It's not the guest. Don't, don't apologize for talking. Podcast is about the hosts of fucking a white fest. I, I had fun. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for doing it.